Good morning. I find this to be an issue, an ongoing and increasing issue, where people will state their case, and then those that respond to them ignore the overall case and just pick out maybe a sentence or a word that they may be able to break down and and disqualify or marginalize and not even really comment on point. You're just trying to make a point and people respond by not following your point. They'll try to take a word or a sentence that deviates, that allows them to deviate from your point. It's like people that are listening or not listening, waiting for you to stop talking so they can talk. But they're not listening. They're just waiting for you to stop talking. It gets, it gets so you make a point and then the retort is, I don't understand your point. And the only reason why they don't understand your point is because they're focusing on something that you didn't say or a point that you're not actually trying to make. Come on, I'm having a hard time speaking here. Will you help me out? Yeah, well, it's because someone already has their opinion formed or their agenda before you start speaking, and as you're speaking, they'll pick out the points that support their agenda and then run with that instead of listening to your whole point. Yeah. And I, I, Yeah. And I bet you, to a point that I often wonder if people are purposely missing the point. Like if this is a new um, technique, uh, strategy. It's not new. Yeah, so you're saying it's not a new thing, people. It's not new. No, it's not new. It's, it's been a standard way of communicating for probably forever. Forever, yeah. Of purposely not hearing your point. Yeah. Well, if we continue in this fashion, in this classic fashion, um, we're doomed. We're doomed because we're not going to get any cooperation. And we need to cooperate with one another if we're going to continue on as a species. This has uh, been made very clear. And not just us, all the species of the planet. Look what our, our, our refusal to cooperate is doing to every species on this planet. Yeah, yeah. Us and everything else. Uh, of course, I think we could probably wipe ourselves out and a bunch of other species and still leave enough behind for there to be life on the planet. We just won't be part of it. Possibly. <laughs> Pro Depends on how far along. There are some organisms that live in some extreme environments. So. Oh, sure. Yeah. So the organisms will survive, most likely. But us... Hell no. Not as long as we're, we refuse to hear each other's points. You know, when I listen to somebody, I'll listen to their point. Or at least I think I do. I haven't been told otherwise, I don't think. Not that I remember. It's something you have to fight. Yeah, we all do it. That's true. So yeah, it's yet another thing that you have to fight. And why everything to me is a fight. And a fight's not a bad thing. 
You know? Yeah. Well, yeah. What what you're calling a fight, some other people might call a struggle, maybe. A struggle. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, except... Uh, struggle doesn't really define it for me. I think it's a fight. I mean, you know, God, the, the amount of ignorance and arrogance... Uh, Struggle seems to be an, an understatement. Yes. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Struggle is like I'm trying to get my seatbelt on properly. <laughs> a fight is the, 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 the seatbelt doesn't work, the plane's crashing. <laughs> and you're trying to tie in a, a good overhand knot or something. <laughs> so, come on, folks. Listen to each other's points and address the points. Integrity Radio. Patrick Z here. I'd like to comment on your criticisms of our fine emperor, DJ. Question number one. Are you for or against or what are your feelings regarding dualism? Two, I would like to know, would you consider your perspective more of an objectivist or a subjectivist viewpoint? particularly in relation to our fine emperor, DJ. And three, do you think that American politics, and perhaps even world politics, is simply a puppet show? Thanks, and keep listening to The Great Everything. Z out. This may be a very human problem. What do you stand for? What I find is that what people say that they stand for tends not to really be what they stand for. Another name for Wing Chun could be standing. I'm not a huge fan of Martin Luther King, but he did come up with some catchy one-liners. If a man has not discovered something that he will die for, he isn't fit to live. That's Martin Luther King. Now, in reality, we're all going to live and die. And on this matter, I like to quote Jimi Hendrix. I'm the one that's going to die when it's time for me to die. So let me live my life the way I want to. Now, that's Jimi Hendrix. Somewhat contrasting philosophies there. Now, I like the spirits of these words, but both philosophies are a bit short-sighted. If you take your philosophy from one-liners, a person may never find a thing to die for and yet be more than sufficient and fit to live. And in a symbiotic world of overpopulated humans, no, I don't think everyone should just live the way they want to. And this is a Wing Chun question. What do you stand for? Okay, I'll go first. I stand for reason, logic, and science. We are well past the phase of sitting on the fence here, living in a mythical fairy tale world and holding seats of social power and influence. That's including voting. That's including being a teacher, even working as a bouncer in a bar, and of course, raising children. They're untenable 
and forbidden by any civilized culture. Let me say that again. It's, it's a kind of difficult thing, but living in a mythical fairy tale world and holding seats of social power and influence are untenable and forbidden by any civilized culture, or at least should be, right? There are no armchair weekend warriors in this new battle on consciousness. And yes, I'm still talking what we call in Wing Chun, Chum Q, or building the bridge. And I'll soon be moving on to Buji, which means thrusting, moving forward. This question that I ask is important to me. I want to hear your reply on this. I need to know what it is, what is it that you publicly stand for? All right. Integrity Radio. Where is your fucking proof? I don't mean to sound all mean and nasty. You know, I'm not a mean and nasty person. But God damn it, where's your proof? If philosophy is so fucking important to humanity, where's your fucking proof? What great philosophy has cured cancer, has taken us to the moon, has created satellites, has created your cell phone that you're listening to right now. Has created world peace. Has created world peace. Been given anyone what? peace of mind. The world or peace of mind. Yes, peace of mind. Where the fuck is your proof? Don't just say things and then not prove it. Where is your fucking proof? Okay, love you. Integrity Radio. I love how people put so much weight on civilization. We haven't even attained it yet, but I mean, we're way better off than we've been. I think that people's definition of civilization is wrong. Civilization implies civil, being civil. Yeah, yeah. And passive aggressive, uh, passive aggressiveness is not a, is not a civility. You know, no. just being being nice while you're being a fucking dick or an asshole or being a non-thinking individual, but being a nice non-thinking individual. That's uh, that's not civilized. That's not truly civilized. Now no. it's civilized at the face, but not at the core. Yeah. My guess is that if you yell and you show anger and express anger, that this is being misconstrued as not being civilized. I think to some people, yes. Yeah. Or even if you speak the truth. Yes, if the truth goes against the, the whatever, status quo. whatever they believe, right? Yeah. The status quo, yeah. yes. Yeah. That's why I think popularity is the issue, or is an issue. Because popularity is what gets everybody on board. Yeah, they want to be like the popular person, whoever yeah. that may be. Yeah. And so we've gotten really good at becoming popular, but not so good at being correct, at being right. And then as soon as you start saying the words right and correct, you start getting this philosophical bullshit argument of, Who's right and who's correct? For whom? 
You know, as if a punch in the face is different for each individual. Correct. And this is what I mean by diverting. I'll say something like that and they'll say, no, I know somebody that enjoys getting punched in the face. But it doesn't mean it's good for them either. Yeah, I mean, it, that's this kind of diversion that you get when, you, when you're trying to make a point and then somebody will just take that, take a little exception because there's an exception to everything. Right. Just find the exception that deviates from the actual point and run with the fucking thing. All right, let me tell you something really quick about objectivity and subjectivity. All right, usually there's uh, three stances. They're more subjective or they're more objective or they're a little of both. It's not like you can get away with any of this bullshit. First of all, subjectivity is something you don't escape from. Objectivity is something that you strive towards from your subjectivity. It's not like it's a team, the subjective team, the objective team. Who do you vote for? You can't be anything but subjective. And then, hopefully, you will rise above your own subjectivity through objectivity. I have a question for you. What do you call subjectivity? Or rather, what do you call subjectivity when your views or perspective is confirmed uh, by the scientific method? It's a little riddle. You say what? It'll be... I would say it would be a, if it was proven? Yeah. It would be a fact. So a proven subjective fact, a subjectivity proven would be called a fact. That's what you say. Well, you're almost right, but eh, time's over. No, subjectivity that's proven as fact is called objectivity. <laughs> Any arguments? No, you'd have to explain what you mean first. You know, objectivity and subjectivity have been bastardized and are now very hard words to use. A lot like, just like the words theory and hypothesis have been hijacked and convoluted to the point where you really don't understand what those words anymore, what those words mean. All right, Integrity Radio. All right, let me put it this way. Philosophy is good for those that understand it. So what good is it? In other words, philosophy has never helped someone that was mentally ill. Psychology, yes. Medicine, yes. But not philosophy. If you prize philosophy so much, then I guess you also prize uh, men killing each other, people killing each other. Yes, for religious and philosophical reasons, people are killing each other and it's just fine. It's not murderous. These people need psychological help, not philosophical help. There is no philosophical bridge that will, oh, um, fix this issue, this problem. 
with the brain. The study of psychology has never harmed anyone. The practice of bad psychological treatment may be responsible for injuring people. But these are treatments that were based on philosophical premises. It's medicine, treatment, and counseling that help people, not philosophical masturbation. It drives me crazy when people just say, oh, science doesn't have all the answers. No, it doesn't have all the answers, but it has all the answers that you could possibly ask of it. Stop wasting your time on metaphysical solutions. And you shouldn't be offended by me and by my words and what I'm saying. Because if I were, well, a capitalist, I would just find out who you were and sell you the snake oil that you prefer. It seems like we want to take up time telling stories about people's erroneous thoughts. I mean, I guess we all have done it. Have you ever done that? You've, you've made a mistake and then rather than just immediately stop making the mistake or fix the mistake, you spend all this time trying to explain why you've made the mistake and how you made the mistake and uh, pretty much trying to convince people that you're not a bad person. Oh, come on. I suppose the reason why we share, at least why I share, is to perhaps alleviate some of the unneeded suffering, the senseless suffering. I mean, you can't get rid of suffering. Pretty much what we are as humans is we, we all suffer. But I think there's too many people on this planet, including ourselves, that are suffering needlessly. I could be wrong, but I don't think so. Come on. Sure, we all have to die, but I think we should all fight at least. Don't go without a fight. Religions and spirituality have always been the opiate of the masses. And isn't it ironic that we are having an opiate epidemic right now. My dear listener, stay away from the opiates of metaphysics. And if you think I'm wrong, I would love to hear from you, but please give me your evidence. Integrity Radio. Some of you may not know, I am a musician and I love music. I play multiple instruments and I play multiple genres of music. I don't really think there's any any genre of music that I haven't played. Um, And I don't know if there's any, well, I'm sure there's some genres of music that I don't like, but there's not many. Music, when it's good, brings me to tears. It brings me to my knees. I collapse often when I hear 
a good band, a good music, a good recording of a good band. This rarely happens in live performances, but recordings of great music just uh, overwhelm me. And uh, Gang of Four, the band I just played, is one band that just does that. Uh, Slayer, Christ Illusion, another one that does it. Um, some John McLaughlin, Shock T does it, Bach, Mozart does it to me. I am even fortunate enough to have written and recorded, uh, some pieces of music that strike me, uh, in the same manner. I think fame and the desire for fame or popularity um, might have been a challenge in my uh, career as a musician. But the more I played music, the more I wrote music, and, and the more I loved music, the more I started to... Um, ignore my audience and um, ignore my listener. And it was the right thing to do, I feel, because I still love music and I am still um, so emotionally gripped by the power of music, good music, good recorded music. If I were stuck on an island, could only own one piece of music, it would be, uh, oh, probably any one of Ravi Shankar's albums. <laughs> if you were stuck on an island all by, you know, stuck on an island, you could only listen to one album or one artist, let's say. Who would it be? That's a tough question. I know. I, uh, mine would be Ravi Shankar, but I also have another one. If you had a, a car and it could only play one CD. <laughs> and this, this is a very now likely I've been scenario. In, I've been in that situation I have too. It might right. not necessarily have been the one I would have chosen, but I didn't mind it. It was one of the Fleetwood Mac albums. Yeah, Fleetwood Mac. And I know some people that would have not minded that at all. <laughs> it would have driven me crazy. Especially... Uh, <laughs> The, the, over now, you know, pick up the pieces and go home. I'd be like, no, don't say that line again. Pick up the pieces and go home. <laughs> uh, I had one, uh, well, it wasn't stuck in there, but I just kind of made it the official album for the truck, and only that album would be played, which was Christ Illusion, uh, the Slayer album. Which is funny, because I don't like any other Slayer albums. Uh, I don't listen to any other <laughs> music, but but uh, the first three songs on that album are, are just uh, perfect for driving a truck. <laughs> okay, I've just been informed it's time to go train. So uh, get up off your duff and do some Kung Fu. Integrity Radio.
I think I just figured out how to describe Wing Chun. Wing Chun is about creating power through structure, making connections or breaking connections, and then moving forward. I think I have synthesized Wing Chun to uh, those three things. What do you think? Integrity Radio. I think it's through this simplicity that we can experience genius. <laughs> yeah, I think it's very simple, but it also requires a lot of yeah. Simple to say. Simple to say, not simple to execute. Yeah, no. Easier said than done. Yes. Yeah. Wow. So easier said, said than done. Like all this stuff that you talk about and you think about and all your ideals and all your, your great aspirations and expectations of humanity. Easier said than done. But Wing Chun does it. If you put time and effort into it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, then I guess we are doing it, not Wing Chun anymore. But no, Wing Chun becomes the, the meme. Right. Yeah, Wing yeah. Chun becomes the meme that saves the scene. I can't help but rhyme there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Integrity Radio. All right, as a disclaimer, something that... Uh, you're disclaiming something. Yes. Disclaim. Yes. All right. Let me know if this is a disclaimer. All the stuff you've heard me say over to, uh, over the past day or two even, or three, however long this has been going on now, um, please do not take it personal. Um, most of what I say applies to me and... Uh, you may feel the same way, um, but I'm not talking at you or to anyone. Uh, I'm pretty much addressing mankind and our predicament as a whole. And, uh, and then maybe trying to get at it by way of dissecting individual perspectives here and there. But in no way do I mean to insult or ridicule or put down anyone that uh, that I communicate with. So uh, if I have offended anyone uh, in that manner, please forgive me and uh, know that it's not personal. It's uh, it's beyond personal. <laughs> directed at everybody. Yeah, it's directed at everybody, including myself. So um, I hope this makes sense. And uh, be well. I will talk to you. Well, if you call in, I'll talk to you. Uh, Integrity Radio. Hey, if you're trying to figure out if everything is great or if great is everything, then you need to listen to The Great Everything. Shout out to the real Kirk Smock. Keep doing it, baby. Hey, this is Z. I'm going to go check out Pop Goes the City.
And here's your challenge decision update on me versus the great everything. Um, the judges, being myself and Patrick, uh, have not been able to come to a decision uh, as to who is the winner of the, uh, the challenge. What the fighters will have to decide upon is if they're going to rather call it a draw or a rematch. Well, let me tell you, Bob, that was an exciting couple of rounds. Well, due to a time zone difference, we were unable to get an interview with the great everything. However, I was available. Yeah, yeah, it seemed like I, I went in there and I really had something to prove. Um, yet, uh, the great everything who started dancing around uh, kind of evaded uh, a lot of my uh, attacks. So the big question is, do you think you can beat him? Well, you know, listen, I'm going to be honest. If he doesn't ask me anything, I can't really give anything. I can't dish out anything if he doesn't ask, you know. He's got to ask me something. Well, there you have it, folks. The update on the big challenge. Only on Integrity Radio.